Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am your host, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. A uh, couple of quick notes before we get going here. I want to say thank you to our listeners, War of the Worlds. Uh, that review has become one of our fastest downloaded episode ever. Have you looked at it? I know you don't look no. as much as you used to. No. Uh, it's I'm gonna go crazy. Right okay, I'll let you look because you haven't seen it. Um, it kind of blew my mind. A uh, little bit of rundown with Justin's getting to that oh, webpage. Okay. We're, okay. Right? Yeah. For right. an old ass radio broadcast. We got a lot of listens. So that's pretty yeah. cool, right? Okay. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Insane. So thank you all. And if you guys like that content, feel free to send us a, an email or hit us up in the Discord. Like, let us know what you think. Like, if you haven't noticed yet, I like tackling the older stuff, much yeah. to Justin's <laughs> chagrin sometimes. So I'm, I'm always down for it. Um, a little bit of a rundown. We're going to catch up on us. Justin wants to pitch some stuff for me. Yes. Justin also has a little game to talk about. Yep. We are reviewing Dead Space, my first ever clear of the game ever. Yes, yes. Um, it's very a, excited. It's a, it's a big week this week. We're, we're kind of coming back to it. Like, we, we had a couple lighter weeks. We had we... to do some history first. Yeah. And we yeah. took the history lesson softly. We didn't want to go into it and ruin anything for ourselves. We took it easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the next like four or five weeks, it's back to it hard. So I'm I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, me too. Uh, so that's all I really have. Just what's been new with you, buddy? Um, well, I've been taking it uh, easy this week at work, which has been good. Very nice. Uh, I think I'll end the week at around fifty hours. Uh, oh wow, that's good for you since you were sitting at eighty ninety. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was rough. Uh, but no, this week <laughs> is good. Uh, we actually had Monday off some holiday i don't remember what it is um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i'm trying to think what i've been doing final fantasy 14 i know for sure oh yeah uh i got deep into final fantasy 14 Uh, i'm about level 29 about to hit 30 what's the Uh, max level in that game like 80 Okay, okay, so you, you still have ways to go. Oh, like, they've said... Oh, when, so, you, when you said you went d- deep into it, I thought maybe you had, like, two max characters. Like, you oh, went, like, no. full cart. I've only played it for three days, though. Like, I haven't touched it this week, and I've uh-huh. put, like, ten hours into it. Over the course of three days is a lot for me. Um, well, I was shocked to see. It's like it's like you, Fetus, Tuck. Like, you got a yeah. whole little clan going right now. I, I've been, I've been ta- trying to talk them into doing it for, like, weeks if not, no, you try to get me to do it too, and I was like, Justin, yeah. like, I, I can't, I, I can't, my, my PC can't handle oh, it, and I can't play that game on PS4. I tried, so and I hated it. I'm actually, I'm playing the PS5 version. Yeah. Um, I honestly, the controls were weird to start. Five levels in, I already used to it. It's actually, yeah. It's actually pretty good. Um, you're you're a better gamer than me though, so it does not surprise me to hear that. Oh, it's an MMO. I, I, so I will say it's also my first like real dive into an MMO. So that's been a little interesting. Um, cool. Obviously, played in me Dead Space. Uh, I tried Blasto out last night. Did you? I'm planning on doing a stream Sunday. Actually. Oh, you're gonna stream it. I am going to stream my first sit down with it okay. since it's already hooked up at my computer. Yeah. Um, I've never really struggled with old PlayStation 1 platformers, which is what this is. I know it's really, really hard. So if I'm enjoying myself enough, yeah. I might play it through because how long to be has it at nine hours. So if I can do five hours on this coming Sunday and yeah. sprinkle four in throughout the week after that, I should be able to get it done. Oh, but damn. it's going to be if my PC can handle it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
if it's not an ugly, brutal, terrible, broken game, which I have heard many things that it might be. Yeah, I, I haven't. I didn't oh, like. I literally started up, listened to the menu music, and was like, "All right, maybe I wait for this." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I played some Red Dead Online for cool, the first cool, time as well. cool. That, that, that was that was some fun. Played with uh, just some of my friends here at home. Uh, nice. Played some Metal Gear Solid One. Oh wow, uh, man! You were all over the place with your yeah. Oh, uh, my buddy came over on Sunday and we played it for uh-huh. like seven hours or something like that. Just like kind of that's badass. Down, it was. Nice. I would try to get my friend Casey to come over uh, after you and I talked about maybe playing some Halo. Like yeah. when I figure out my school schedule I, and stuff. I'm honestly, I'm still like, you. Let no, me I, I am too. I, I want to figure out my school stuff first. Yeah, but. You talking about that just made me reminisce about like middle school, early high school, where we would just sit down yeah. in the basement in the dark all Saturday. And well, just... so that's the thing is like we didn't ha- we didn't have our kids, and uh-huh. I just I he came over around like one, drank a bunch of beer, ordered pizza, and just like fucking God, did that nothing sounds but lovely. It was so that nice. sounds lovely. It was oh, so man. nice. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, I honestly haven't. I guess that's uh, quite a bit. Um, I watched a movie that we'll be talking about very shortly um oh boy and uh i don't know i'm i'm mostly uh looking for this weekend i've kind of put a bunch of time aside i'm gonna try to watch some movies i have uh forever purge to catch up on and uh i think tonight you know you know i've never seen any of those purge movies they're they're fun they're like rachel said that they're actually kind of good yeah they like they highly political oh absolutely it, it's to me it i i don't think while you're watching them they're good but like when you're done watching it and you think back on it it's good cool at least decent anyways um yeah yeah and then i think tonight or tomorrow suicide squad comes out on vo yeah i'm going a sunday to yeah. see it i have tickets already for it so i'm pretty oh, nice. pumped yeah we're uh we're gonna watch it tomorrow i believe and just like order in some popcorn so yeah, we were talking about watching it at home, but like, there's a theater here in town, and I checked it for the Sunday matinee, and there was no one there. And they block out like a circle around the seats you pick, so I just picked them in the back. They were five dollars a ticket. <laughs> God damn! I wish it was that. That was the same here. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. What about yourself, Larry? All right. Uh, first, I want to say thank you again. Recording early last week, I went out oh, to the God. country, down to South Carolina in the backwoods. Uh, it was really nice. Obviously, my wife went with me. Uh, Steven Altrick from the Dark Souls streams, if you've seen him, <laughs> uh, his fiance. Uh, no Wi-Fi. No cell reception. <laughs> yeah. um, I finished two books. I finished Horror Store, another book from Grady Hendrix. Uh, he is rapidly becoming a favorite author of mine. Yeah, I um, noticed you, you just picked up... Uh, my Best Friend's my Exorcism. Best friend's Exorcism, yeah. And the book yeah. is bound, and it looks like a uh, yearbook. Like, on the inside covers, a bunch of signatures and stuff, like notes oh, and everything. Nice. Yeah, he is rapidly becoming... Because like, the premises are all kind of goofy-ish, you know? Yeah. But they get dark. Every one of the books I've read so far starts goofy and get dark. And I actually recommended Horror Store to Justin. He picked it up. He hasn't started it yeah. yet. That one gets... That's probably the darkest one yet. Like, by far. I, I am hoping to start it on Monday. Usually, I just... I know you, like, do one in big hour. bursts. Yeah. So, yeah. That one is, like, two parts. I I don't want to spoil anything, but I would okay. almost say uh, if you're listening to it and you get to a seance... Okay. 
when I got to the seance part, I literally told everybody, I'm going inside and finishing this book. Do not bother me. Oh, yeah, I can. I I mean, it's I think it was like six and a half hours. Oh, okay, yeah, it, it, it's much shorter than the other ones. Yeah, I will finish that in a day and still have time. Oh, to Justin, you're gonna. I think you're really gonna <laughs> like it. Um, yeah. so I finished that, and I also finished the fork, the witch, and the worm, which is like a a book five ish for the Aragon series. Okay. Um, it kind of came out as like three like little short stories filling in the world like post and before uh, Aragon, and honestly, this. It was really good. Um, I'm hoping that Christopher Pliny comes back and writes another Aragon book because he has gotten far better as a writer. And then I started Eye of the Dragon. What's that? It is a Stephen King book, oh, but it's yeah. high oh, fan- fantasy. fantasy. I've heard yeah. about his fantasy book. Yeah, yeah. I'm like 150 pages in. It's good. It has, a, it has a very odd tone to it, and the bad guy yeah. is Randall Flagg. He's like the head magician. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, okay. so it's it's good. I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I I I want to finish it before I recommend it, but I am very much yeah. enjoying it because not a lot of King I haven't read. So when I found out about it, I'm on my own list. But yeah, I want to finish that and do my best friend's exorcism. Okay, so when I came back from my trip, uh, finished Dead Space. I have been playing a little bit of Pokemon Unite here and there. Um, some of my old Pokemon friends like to play it, and I'll hop on with them. Um, it's okay, but I'm not good, <laughs> and it's it's very <laughs> brutal. Like I I win, like I have a very high like win record, and it's not because of me. Uh, Destiny Two. I want to thank my clan Breezy. I got the title for the latest raid. Fate so how do, how do you feel about Destiny 2 now? Are you kind of like putting it on the back burner for a little bit? or? Yes and no. The okay. the immediate drive to keep my light level up and to like be there every week for the challenges is kind of faded away. I will help anybody when they need it, like in the clan, because I got lucky because there's like a gun drop, like a mythic drop, and you can only get three chances for it to drop a week. Okay. And I got lucky and got mine early. So if they ever needed a body and they're just doing it on regular, I'll hop in because we can get it done in like 40 minutes because yeah. they're, they're, they're really good. Um, now it's more working on like old content, going for some old titles that I can do by myself, working on some of the older raid titles. But I think anybody who listens to this knows like my biggest drive for this game is the raids and the next raid isn't until like next spring. Oh, wow. So with you the Witch Queen. So I have a while, yeah. That's okay. You got lots of free time for uh... school. Yeah, school for school. <laughs> yeah. Justin, uh, I started a diet. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I've been wanting to do it for a while. I just decided now was the time. I had a nice binge session down in South Carolina of eating whatever the fuck I wanted, but uh, I I have decided to go one hundred percent vegan, which has been okay so far. It's only been like three days. I've been doing well. And then doing some intermittent fasting in 18 and 6. So I've never been I've never been able to do the fasting stuff. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, no. I, I always eat like that, and I'm still eating the same amount of calories. I'm just like eating, like basically. eating basically I'm just getting breakfast, is basically what I'm doing. Yeah. Which I do like nine times out of ten now, which is harder because you're thinking about it. Yeah. Uh 
But I think that's pretty much it. Um, we need to discuss some stuff, though. Yes. So I was busy at work today, just doing my thing. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, my phone blows up for the first time. And the first time, the Alien game that had kind of been promoted for a little bit. Uh, this is not Alien, like, the Green Monsters. Like, this is, like, Alien Xenomorph franchise. Yeah, Alien Fireteam. It's coming out. Yes. At the end of this In month. In, like, two weeks. Yeah. And Justin and Rachel were saying how they needed a third person to play with them and trying to guilt me and oh, I could not think <laughs> I could not think of a good reason yeah why uh I could not think of a good reason why we shouldn't play it and review it on the podcast we are doing aliens yeah. it's a new release it's a multiplayer game it's Rachel's favorite franchise and she's coming on for the aliens review um, I, I I truly could not come up with a good reason why to push back on it. Yeah. So we are going to be adding that to the schedule at some point. Uh, it sounds like from what you guys have told me, it's just mainly multiplayer. So yeah, it probably sure won't. Yeah. So it probably won't be like a Resident Evil Eight review where we try to get it out as fast as possible. We're probably going to want to take some time with it, and since we aren't getting early access to this game. Uh, it will probably be a couple weeks ish, I would think, before it comes yeah, out probably. afterwards. But it's going I, to be. I actually it's... have. Go ahead. I, well, I might have an idea, but we'll 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 talk. We'll talk. Okay, and then I would also, if you're able, Justin, maybe you could stream it. Oh yeah, when the three of us are playing, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, but Justin has two more games that he wants to pitch i know what well, they are i know what they are because the other game i already pitched <laughs> fatal frame when they announced it i pitched it to you and you were like oh yeah as long as i don't miss anything from the past releases yes that's right but now there's bad for blood back for blood back for blood yes which comes i mean it doesn't come out until october 12th but it's the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, which I know you haven't played, but it's <laughs> it's uh, it's a beloved franchise. And I have never game. heard anything but good things about it. Well, and so the original creators of the game have come away from that and are making this game. Uh, it is four-player cooperative or eight-person PvP if you want, uh, but and it's got like campaigns and stuff that you move through uh it is like um i don't know if it's like a zombie game but it's definitely like kind of in that genre it's a first person shooter um there i just i it sucks because you haven't played left for dead so it's really hard to pitch it to somebody who hasn't but left for dead is a really really probably one of the best co-op games you can play and uh, if you watch right now, if you watch one of the streamers on Twitch, I was planning on doing that at some point. Hour, yeah. If you watch them for an hour, you get a free free access to the beta or whatever. Oh wow! So okay. that's what I I literally did that before we started recording. Oh, so okay. I, already, I can probably do it. It's already loaded up on my it. yeah. It's already loaded up on my PS5. So okay. So Fatal Frame comes out when. <laughs> 
October 20th. October, right? And <laughs> yes. this game comes out in October as well? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be my compromise for okay. you. Okay. You can pick one. Uh, okay. You know what? I would feel... So if you are going to play the beta, which is I will... this weekend... Honestly, right now while we're sitting here talking, I will find someone who I follow who's playing it and just have it loaded up. Make sure they have drops enabled. Back for Blood? Yeah. Um, how do I know if they have drops enabled? This is riveting podcast content. <laughs> how do I know if they have drops enabled? Yeah, no. Uh, honestly, uh, I just went to Back for Blood. Well, this like, is Glad. He's like a top Destiny streamer. I couldn't imagine him not having those kind of drops well here they have uh twitch drops let's see uh just back for the, blood sponsor what's his name i can i can drop you a link if you want huh i can drop you a yeah link it says black he's, he's, a, he's a back for blood he's a back for blood what partner oh okay so then i just yeah, sit in the sure. chat and it'll it'll go Wait for an hour, and then there. there's also that one. That's just the first one that came up. Okay, and so when it happens, uh, like, do I get an email? You'll, well, are you, uh, do you have, <laughs> I'm going to send you their uh, uh, website because you have to have, like, a, do you have a WB account? I'm assuming you would. Mortal Kombat. You played. Yeah. So basically go log into your wb account which you can do sorry i know riveting riveting well riveting through the right magic of editing you can probably pull this out oh no i'm leaving this oh out. are you oh great i'm so sorry guys <laughs> oh absolutely i'll just leave uh it. wb account wb games oh, and my computer is slow as hell just if you watch the stream you'll get a thing saying like oh you're 95% away or whatever like just basically leave it on for an hour an hour and oh, like my computer is struggling Justin it is having a hard time loading the WB stream site just 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 close their site okay I, I can't even click out of it right now like it's okay it finally gave me the option oh. to click out alright I have it I have it pulled up I have his stream pulled up I'll just, just I'll just uh, leave her there deal with it later yeah and then you can get and then you can it lets you what basically it'll tell you like it'll say like oh you have a beta key or whatever um you might have to link link your twitch and your wb account okay. i'm not sure if you have to do that beforehand <laughs> we're, we're gonna find out uh but yeah it, it play the beta and there's an also an open beta like next weekend i think yeah um, we're just everybody. Oh, the one next weekend? Play oh, the next weekend. Because my computer is struggling. Okay. I can, I have the task manager yeah, pulled up and the yeah. CPU is just skyrocketing. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so so that, that's fine. So play, yeah, play play the beta because I want to see how you feel about the game. You froze. Before I'm still recording. I never stopped recording. You froze, but I never stopped recording. You froze. You're back. Yes, Hello. you froze too. I, 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 I told you we were pushing limits. Yeah. I never stopped recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, no, either did I. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll. I want you to play it, and I'll play with you, too, yeah. and see how you feel, and then if you don't feel it, that's fine. Well, well even if you if you want way, to do it, I will. you know that. I've made you review things that you had no interest no, in. No, no. I just... No, I know, 
if they both come well, out in October, think... I'm not trying to get a ghost yeah. game and no. a zombie game in the alien season because that's how we, that's how we get stuck. <laughs> that's how we get stuck for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see, I, I think Back for Blood would be easy to review because it's a it's mm-hmm. its campaign is probably a lot shorter. But I think Fatal Frame. I think that'd be scarier. I, uh, oh, definitely. And see, that's kind of where I'm leaning. I want yeah. this, I want, well, I want we'll the see. big spoof. Let's play the beta. Okay, let's let's play the beta and then we'll, we'll figure it out. But yes. Okay, uh, so then that's kind of it for the background stuff. Uh, Justin does have a game he wants to briefly talk about. We're not going to do the breaking review. Uh, Justin said that it yeah. doesn't warrant that. So the floor is yours, Jay. What did you have and what uh, what went down? So uh, uh, the game I'm going to be talking about today is Jupiter Hell. Uh, it is by Hyper Strange Games. Uh, it's a small indie developer uh thanks again to uh evolve pr and uh hooking us up uh basically i'm just gonna read the back of the box quote basically uh so jupiter hell is a turn-based i've heard of that from the depths of okay from the depths of comic hell cosmic hell built on classic roguelike framework uh updated with modern 3d graphics rip and tear zombies demons and heavy metal monstrosities with chain guns and chainsaws like chess but with shotguns so basically this is like a top-down turn-based doom so it's doom and final fantasy tactics met yes oh except for it's not as like i i feel like final fantasy tactics just gets a little bogged down with like the like when you know you have the like giant list of options for each turn basically this is like okay you can move shoot reload or open your inventory and heal basically is all you have um and honestly it it was fun okay um i i the only reason i don't think that we need to do a big thing about it is because if you like roguelikes which is basically you die that's it that's your run you go back to the start if you like roguelikes and you like doom I think you will love this. If you don't like either one of those, I don't think this is for you. How much is it retail? I always ask you this question. <laughs> I feel so bad every time because it's like the one thing you don't have prepped. Um, it is twenty eight ninety nine Canadian. Canadian. So twenty four bucks probably. Oh, 20, bucks. twenty bucks in American. Yeah, uh, something like that. Is it on yeah. Switch? Uh, I believe right now it is only on Windows. Okay, cool. If it came to Switch, I might entertain it, but if if you've been listening to this podcast so far, you know Larry's computer is not doing hot. Yeah. I I will say it is very, like, Doom 2016. It it leans very heavily. The way you described it, it sounds like it, and what I had seen of it, it it, it kind of... Yeah, so, so basically, like, it's... It's gonna be twofold. If you if you like Doom and Roguelikes, check it out. Definitely check it out. If you don't like either one of those, maybe stay away. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I think that's very simple. Yeah. Well, Justin. Yeah, exactly. Are you excited to tackle another or start? I guess another franchise that was virgin territory for me until we started this podcast. I am. Uh, I'm excited that this is one that we're going to kind of like, we're going to burn through it this season. Yeah. There's there's not a lot to it, and we're going to get through it all. We're going to see the highs and lows very quickly. I am, I'm sad that there's going to be lows because we'll, we'll get into it. Justin, play that music, and let's talk about Dead Space.
Okay, so it's been a while for me, uh, but it's my turn to do this thing. <laughs> so Dead Space is a is a 2008 survival horror game developed by EA Redwood Shores and published by Electronic Arts for the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and PC. I played PS3. Um, I played Xbox, decided that it didn't look good, <laughs> so I went over to PC, and where you can, hey, play it in 4K. I didn't so think mine amazing. looked bad until I watched Marcus play on PC. Uh, our, yeah. One of our patrons, Marcus, he's playing Dead Space along with us on his stream, and uh, oh my god, it looks... Uh, Dude, it's wild how good this game is. Oh my god, it looks very pretty. Like, <laughs> I have I have played modern yeah. games that did not look that good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's it's really good. Um so yeah, obviously it had a simultaneous release uh for the most part. Uh PC ended up coming out a week later. I couldn't really find out anything why. But because PCs are, are inferior. Well, back then in 2008, there was a big... Now you see the sales numbers kind of align, whereas back then it was a lot of consoles, not a lot of PC. Uh, but basically, uh, people have described Dead Space as Resident Evil... And nope, Space. nope, nope. On this podcast, we are going to be describing Dead Space as The Legend of Zelda meets Silent Hill. <laughs> That is how we're okay. going to describe it, and I <laughs> stand by that. Often described it as Dead Space, as Dead Space as Resident Evil in space. He that was basically what he used to help uh, the creator. Uh, I did not get any Resident Evil vibes, dude. Glenn Schofield. It was Resident Evil Four. I I definitely okay see it. okay Resi Four in particular. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so one of the founding gameplay principles was they wanted to focus on strategic dismemberment. Uh, so basically, if you shoot an enemy in the head, it'll actually come at you harder and faster. But if you dismember it, you end up <laughs> killing it. Very easily. Very, very I, quickly. Yes. yes. I, I, very I found... Easily. We'll get into the gameplay, but I found a method where literally I did yeah. not struggle once I had a certain gun upgraded. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I don't really see done as well to this day uh, is the immersion that they went out of their way to make sure that all of your HUD elements are real-time. Stuff like cutscenes, audio and video logs all play like in front of your character and the game is still going um, you can actually notice that Isaac is if there's an audio or a video log playing he will actually tilt his mm -hmm. head towards where the video is showing um, but yeah like even going into your inventory can get you killed uh, everything nothing stops I mean, obviously you can still pause it but yeah um yeah, a, a quick turn option was originally implemented, but they actually took it out in the last, kind of basically right before they shipped it because uh, people kept accidentally hitting it. Uh, and you know what? That happens to me a lot in Resident Evil games, so I can... Uh, what Resident Evil games in particular does that get you? Uh, three got okay. me a lot, and I think okay. five. Because I think five... I'm trying to remember. Yes. Um so they also had planned a co-op, a two-person co-op option uh, in the very first one. 
but they took it out very quickly after they figured it. It, it wouldn't really no. work. Um, so also the, uh, proceed, the, the enemies, uh, were procedurally generated, uh, to spawn. So you couldn't actually go and say you played a section, you couldn't replay that same section, have them come in. I noticed that. I noticed that. And I really appreciated that. It made it fun each time. So I was trying to figure out where to talk about this because this is You said you had some stuff that was going don't... to be a little bit spicy. Yes. Um, first of all, uh, I I want to get my spoiler out of the way. Um, the team specific... Spoilers. Like, from here on, spoilers. Spoilers! Like, very end of the game, spoilers. Um the team worked very hard to work a giant spoiler into the chapter. Name. Yes, I did not I look it up because I wanted out. the. I, I someone had mentioned it. I did not look it up. I wanted you to tell me what is the spoiler. So the spoiler is if you put the first letter of every chapter together, it spells out Nicole is dead. Yeah, but I mean that was kind of obvious. Well, yeah, okay, but in two thousand. Okay, all right. When I was playing that shock. game, it was like it's it was like, a shock. <laughs> the chick is dead. She's, she's she's she is not alive. Yeah. The hardest part um, we'll get this in plot is de- telling the difference between Nicole yeah. and the other blonde chick who is a bad guy, who was uh, um, that was kind of a twist. <laughs> but the hard part was um, actually we're gonna head myself. Sorry, continue. Oh yeah. Do you know where Isaac Clark's name comes from? Probably from the science fiction writer Asimov and uh, Arthur C. Clark, I would guess. Uh, yes, absolutely. We just talked about um, him, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, so this, I'm going to this next part might be a trigger warning for some people. So this is, I'm just going to read it. Quote okay, for that's quote totally here. fine. I mean, if people and, don't know uh, that you are up. an ally and you're trying to not do anything crazy, then they haven't listened to the podcast. Oh, it's it's not about that. It's uh, oh, okay, okay, perfect. Yeah, me a little bit nervous. I was like, what the fuck are you going to yeah. pull out of your head? Is this Activision Blizzard? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's going on? <laughs> Uh, the necromorphs were designed by. His That's name, fine. I, I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry for that. Uh, similar to the ship design, he designed the necromorphs to be realistic and relatable. His approach to them was to illustrate how the human form looked after it was ravaged by violent transformation that literally ripped it inside out. Uh, Why is that a trigger? As reference. Uh, as reference, uh, the team used medical images and videos and scenes from car Oh, crashes, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Uh, copying injuries and incorporating them into the monster designs. Uh, those images were also used as reference for the dead bodies scattered around the environment. I mean, they did their homework, I guess. Yeah, so, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was like, that was a huge thing when this came out. It's like everybody was talking about it, but, uh. I mean, it explains yeah, why so, they kind of, like, tickled a bad part of your brain. Yeah. Um, so, weirdly enough, uh, this I know we don't usually talk about reviews and stuff, but uh, this game was very highly praised. I can see that. Uh, but it actually didn't sell that well to begin with. Uh, it took up until uh, late 2009. Uh, and then Dead Space eventually hit one million copies, um, which which is a lot. 
but uh, for a new franchise that they wanted to start. It wasn't quite the numbers they wanted sure. to hit, but uh, it, they ended up making a series out of it, obviously, anyways. Um, and I think the last numbers I could find were early 2010 was 1.4 million copies. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it, it garnished over 75 reviews, like Game of the Year and all that stuff. Um, they, at one point, speculated that if you look at used sales of the game and rentals, which they could track by achievements and trophies and sure. stuff like that, uh, that there were around 4 million people had played Dead Space. I can see that. This this strikes yeah. me as the kind of game that if I had... had cause When this came out, I was like junior, senior year of high school, getting ready to go like to West Point mm-hmm. and stuff. But I could see this as the game you yeah. get from like the video rental store. Like Absolutely. This is a weekend game for um, sure. Yeah, it, it actually, they had a lot of passion behind making this game that it actually ended up, sorry, creating several spinoff titles. So there's like comic book prequels. I've seen that. I went and looked to see films. before I went and bought Dead Space 2 and 3. I went to see if I could get them on the yeah. uh, PS4. Um, yeah. Dead Space 2, you can't. Dead Space 3, you can get on PS now, but I was able to buy it, so I, I own it now, which I prefer anyway. Yeah, I'm going to be playing the PS Now version one Yeah. Day. And then there's there's like a couple animated movies. I found some comics yeah. online. It's it's crazy. I never realized well, it had gone this far. I, I didn't look at that yet because I want to finish the yeah. games first, so not to spoil anything. But there was a lot of love behind this series until three. And there's a lot of lore <laughs> too, right? I'm gonna leave it at that. Oh, like there is literally a Bible created hmm. for. I wonder if we'll be talking about that at some how point. How it acted. I hope so. Anyways, uh, moving on. But yeah, obviously there there is a remake uh, coming out. Is it a remake uh, or is it a sequel? So it's a remake slash reboot is what they've kind of called it behind closed doors, according to rumors. Uh, according to rumors. I'll tell you after completing that game, that is one hell of an effective teaser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Literally absolutely. the only thing I think that could be that simple but garner that big of like a holy shit would be like a GLaDOS, like a dark room and GLaDOS turning on and like saying hello. Like that's like the only thing I can think of yeah. where like you can give them 15 seconds and just blow the internet up. So the, the, the there is some backlash to the remake. Why? Mode, and that is because... So the the people who actually made the game EA Red Shores they eventually turned into Visceral Games, and EA basically closed. Not even basically, they just flat out uh, closed uh, Visceral Games uh, after their Star Wars project. So the people who made Dead Space were making a Star Wars game, um, and. They after they close after they canceled the game they closed the doors to Visceral Games, um, so a lot of people are upset that obviously they killed off Visceral Games and then a couple of years later they're saying oh hey here's a game that they made that we're basically re- remaking. But yeah, the- but I mean, I, I part of me does hear that, but the other part of me is like, yeah, EA owns the IP. Oh yeah, well it's the same with the whole Back for Blood, Left for Dead, or thing. Silent Hill. Like it fucking back. sucks. Konami's just making slot yeah. machines with Silent Hill, but they own the rights to it. Like, what are you gonna yeah. do? Oh man, Blue Point. That's what I think Blue Point's gonna do. 
the people who did uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls. I think they're going to do Silent Hill. Anyways, uh, so that's ba- I mean that's really it uh, for Dead Space. Uh, the background, anyways. There's obviously more as the season goes yeah. on because I have two other games to talk about. You gotta parse it out. My only. Yeah, and there's only one more that I really. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, perfect. Well, I have a timer brought up, Justin. I'm going to do three, two, one, and you are going to test your chops for the first time since you did Dark Souls 3. In a long... I don't even remember how long. So Dark Souls 3 was the last time you had to step up to the plate. Are you ready? I mean... Why the hell not? Three, two, one, go. Okay, so Isaac Clark arrives on the Ishimura with uh, Kendra and Hammond. Sorry, I had to write their names down because they're very forgettable. Uh, with a, vill- uh, a message from her, his dead girlfriend, Nicole. Basically, the Ishimura has been digging up some stuff and they found what is called a marker, which basically creates these necromorphs. Um, it's basically hell. And uh, they go through a bunch of stuff. Hammond ends up dying. It turns out that Kendra is really working for the government of earth. I forget what they call them, but basically she's a bad guy. Uh, she ends up stealing the marker back, revealing to you that Nicole was dead the whole time. And, uh, she ends up dying. The marker basically calls like a Cthulhu ask a demon out of the ground and, uh, kills her. You end up killing the monster and, uh, yeah, you find out Nicole was dead the whole time. And you end by drive, not driving, flying off. Oh, flying off, and then you get a weird hallucination that Nicole was behind you, and all that other shit. It Anyways. was rusty, but you have Blasto yeah. in two weeks to yeah. redeem yourself. Yeah. Oh, fucking Blasto. And then you have Dead Space Blasto's Two. Blasto's gonna. So be you, you 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 have plenty of games this this season to. You know what? Dead Space Two is. I'm going to say it now. That's, other than the spinoff games that we have, Dead Space 2 is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Okay. Um, yeah. So, my first time playing it. Uh, yes. I'm actually going to save the Silent Hill meets Legend of Zelda for gameplay. I think that's where it best describes it. Okay, yeah, So, yeah. in plot. Um, I got a lot of different impressions. Like, I know that someone told me, I think it was Rachel, uh, that this game was heavily inspired by Alien, which I really didn't get the vibe of. Uh, use of Resident Evil 4 I can kind of see but this is a much different game than that too but basically it was just like a very kind of for me a unique take on space horror the game starts off incredibly frightening and tough oh absolutely but I would say by like chapter 4 or 5 like even before Butholio like I was no longer concerned like I only had three guns. Yeah, yes. I had the the original gun you got, the flamethrower, and the ripper. And so I was selling extra ammo. Like by the end of the game, I went and checked. I had like ten large med packs, like ten medium med packs, and I, I was selling ammo to get uh, the cores or whatever. Um, so what about how scary? But the game definitely has a very strong ambiance to it and it really serves the story because you're kind of figuring out things as you go along and exploring the ship yeah. and the exploration and locations you're visiting makes sense for the challenges that you're going through to try to figure it out 
Yeah, I, I agree. And I also think that uh, Dead Space does a good job of basically taking what System Shock 2 did, whereas instead of making forcing you to read all Correct. these journal entries, basically... And I, I mean, I even enjoyed it there, but I think here it's done so much better because a lot of them are audio logs. The audio logs and are way nicer. So and it's also kind of cool. Yeah. You get a text log, though, because usually there's like a monster ready to pop out. So you're sitting there focused on reading it and then yeah. it pops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, well, and that's the thing, too, right? Like they they also make it so the action doesn't stop. Correct. Which, I mean, kind of makes it a little like makes me enjoy the plot a little more because like, yes, Okay, I'm sitting here trying to read this text yeah. log, but like I'm also a little worried that something is going to pop out. And I really to... got comfortable putting my ass in a corner when I wanted to like read something or menu or anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, but you, you do bring up a good point. It, it definitely like, I think it does a good job of setting up what like 2008 space horror would be, especially in games. We didn't have a lot mm-hmm. of it back then. I mean, we still don't really have a ton no. of it. It's still kind of like a weird, unexplored genre. Yeah, it's will. like either but you get like really good hits or really bad misses. Like this and Alien Isolation are really the two big ones that are like out there. Yeah, and, and I mean, because I think it was a year or two later. I, I got to try and remember. I think it was 2010 now that there's like a new AVP game. And even that, it wasn't scary. Yeah. It was just like a fun multiplayer game. Like, I don't think we get a lot of space horror. And I think this did a really good job of like mainstreaming space horror, basically, in video games, anyways. Yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is, yeah, like plot proper is you land, you're, you think your wife might still be alive. I mean, I thought she was dead from the get go. Like, even when you saw yeah. her across the way, like, it was. I never for a second thought she was alive. I, I fully thought she was dead. Um, Even when she was in the room with you, like calling uh, Kendra's ship mm-hmm. back? Well, because they have, they have been telling you nonstop that, like, it causes hallucinations. You can start seeing things. Like, things that aren't yeah. there are going to start appearing to you. Well, even Kendra starts saying, like, I saw Yeah, exactly. So, like, I was, like, like as soon as they started ago. saying yeah. that, I was like, okay, well, we're going to we're going to be getting that. Like, it was very, very clear. Yeah. What I didn't see, though was uh kendra right kendra's not his wife right kendra is the bad yes. guy bad girl yep being yep, the yep. surprise baddie yeah that caught oh, me yeah. off guard the worst part was i was a little bit confused because i thought it was his wife because both their character models and their voices sound very similar and so that was kind of yes. hard i got it but for a, a, a moment there i was like what is happening Actually, I won't lie. When you saw, so when you see her across the way, and you have to kind of like protect her as she's doing some stuff. <laughs> there was a minute uh, when I first saw her where I was like, "Oh, what's?" Kendra and see, that's where I was at too. And then he oh, starts wait, talking no, to Nicole. her. It's, it's, it's yeah. more obvious. Yeah. Or she talks talks to him, and so that's kind of a complaint of mine is because they are very similar, and I don't know how where, where Depth Space two or three goes. So if there's not a connection between them, I'm gonna be kind of bummed out because they could have made they could have made the character models a lot different. I think they would have been better. Um, but no, I was prepared I for the captain to be like a Wesker-esque kind of person, and he, he just got fucked up in front of you by a boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, that black, like, tank. Yeah, the, like a burnt is. monster corpse thing. He just comes and destroys yeah. that man. Oh, my God. Yeah, he does. I was like, was that the captain? Up his, like, I had to take a double take. Like, and then I didn't even think about it because stasis? we got attacked. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, it's uh, it, it it definitely tries to go places. I think it it's obviously very important for you to play Dead Space One before Dead Dead Space Two because I think you will like and appreciate the direction. Is it a direct correlation? Two. Oh, you are Isaac. Cool, Clark. cool, cool, cool. This series is about Isaac. Perfect. Clark. Okay. Cool. Um. So that's kind of my biggest takeaway from plot. Like, I don't have very big, many big cons because it is decent. It's good. Like, it's just yeah. for it being a cool take on space horror. By the end, it kind of gets very tropey, and it does have yes. the issues of Kendra and your wife being very similar in character model and voice design, and that makes it hard yeah. for plot. But the nice twist, where it's like she pops up out of you because like, you're still hallucinating or whatever, is kind of cool. And I definitely left wanting to know more about Isaac Clark. <coughs> excuse me, the next yeah. step. But I did not look it up because I had a... Like, looking at the box cover for Dead Space 2, it looked like it was him. So I didn't even touch it. Yeah. I'm, uh... I'm doing my best to stay in the okay. absolute dark yeah. so I can experience it for the so, first time. <laughs> I, I'm also going to say this not only for you but for the listeners as well. Please do not spoil anything especially about Dead Space 2 for Larry because, oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, I'm excited and like, yeah, so I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. But that's why I have a plot. Like I said, I don't have anything negative, but at the same time, outside of like a little bit of the uniqueness, I don't have anything really positive either. It's just a above average plot. Yeah, that's the thing is like, I think Dead Space 1 is like, it is, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It's a good game, but I think the like the story is, decent yeah and that but that's the thing is it's it's decent it's not amazing exactly and that, I, that's I not meant to be negative that's just yeah. i mean we've had better you know what i mean yeah absolutely. so i give it a seven and a half for plot i give it an eight if not for the confusion of the female characters at the end there i think i probably would have went a little bit higher but that really annoyed me yeah, Hammond dying right in front of you really kind of. I completely forgot that was about brutal. That, that was brutal. Like, that was yeah. like I literally had to go like, "What the fuck? Did they really just kill him like that? <laughs> no cutscene or cinematic, just squished against the glass wall." All right, <laughs> gameplay. I said this earlier. I said I'd talk about yes. it again. I firmly believe that when it comes to gameplay, Dead Space is Silent Hill meets Legend of Zelda. Why do I say that? So let's start with Silent Hill first, right? weird okay. twisted monsters that are semi-human-ish but yeah. not right um yeah yeah the delusion stuff going on inside your head dealing with what's real what's not real uh and then this kind of like religious cult around an artifact yeah the, uh, the yeah. marker zelda yeah all these different weapons you can get you can upgrade them. You need to have certain weapons in order to unlock secret, some secrets and stuff. Like I remember I moved a bookshelf and there was like a power node behind it and everything. Um, an inventory system you can kind of go in through. You can upgrade your gear, upgrade your suit, upgrade your oxygen and everything. And you got to make kind of choices throughout. Um, it just reminded me of like a Zelda game. Like all the different weapons you can get and like the upgrades and stuff. Uh, oh, I will say um, I was a little sad not to be able to play it on the 360. So... Uh, uh, like, so I was I was playing on the Series X or whatever, and it has all the stuff I've bought. When oh, I the DLC! I, I looked on, on the, the PlayStation Store. I thought it was a bunch of like skins oh, and of guns and stuff. Suits? Yeah, 
So there a lot of suits. I, I think in two you actually can get new suits. Oh, cool. Um, I know in three you can. I'm really hoping my DLC stuff comes over from three when we play because it's really the, good. I got the limited edition for two yeah. and three, so I'm hoping it's on the disc. Ooh, yeah, I think it's called like the Witness, or, okay, or something like. But that. the gameplay for me, to be honest, is probably my favorite section. Um, it was addicting. Like I wanted to take my time oh, and explore. I wanted to pick up items. I wanted to go try to find secrets. I found a statue. At one point, I got a trophy for it, a plug or a plague statue or something. It gave me a trophy. I don't, I don't okay, know. Yeah. Um, it was a trophy <laughs> for a trophy. It was kind of funny. Um, but I was, like, selling ammo and, like, buying power nodes and, like, looking for all the secret schematics. And I bought all the weapons even though I didn't upgrade them because, like, I wanted the trophy for it. And I, I don't, the gameplay was addicting. Uh, I will say, I'm not sure this is how scary your gameplay, I might talk about it in both places to be quite honest, but the I used the main gun a lot, mainly for those wall creatures, those things, those things kill me more than anything else. The dog thingies? The ones that are stuck against the wall like and they the shoot up little thingies? seed pods with the tentacles that shoot things at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah okay. But besides them, I had no issue because I just used the ripper. I just used the ripper. Oh, so I held the you. spinning thing out in front of me, and I pointed it at their feet. Oh yeah, see, I, uh, I actually put all my guns away, and I just ended up using the plasma. Did you? Cutter, like, <laughs> yeah, I had the ripper, oh, yeah, the I plasma mean, cutter, the and the flamethrower fully upgraded. Okay, yeah, I, I think there's actually a trophy for beating the whole game just using the. Oh really? Cutter. Cool, cool. Because oh yeah, well because it's I mean it is the like, iconic gun for this yeah. Yeah, it's the iconic gun. It's what they want you to use, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree, though. I think the gameplay is very good. Very good. Um, very good. Obviously, like, um, all the dismemberment stuff is a lot mm-hmm. of fun, too. Uh, and it's not, like, and it's not yeah. like nasty, like, GTA. Yeah. It, it's, it's gross, I mean, it's, but it's not like GTA where you're, like, you're doing something yeah. bad. No, it's you're protecting yourself against aliens. Actually, a really fun thing to do is like shoot off one of their arms, pick it up with your stasis, and throw it at them, and it gets like stuck (laughs) in them. Uh, But, but no, I mean, I I think that even without like they don't really have like a a ton of variety in the enemies. They are like basically you kind of meet them all by like chapter five, five. yeah, and then they have like their like burnt variants basically. Which are just a little harder. I will say um, the boss fights were even fights were fun though. I like like you had to put the one in the cryo tank, and the other one you had to burn it in the. Oh yeah, the the regenerator. Yeah, you had, the other one you had to burn in the ship's exhaust, yeah. and then uh, yeah. the so a couple of things I think we need to talk about because I was frustrated with some of them. Zero G jumping. Zero G. Yeah. It took me the longest time to figure it out, and I was getting so <laughs> pissed yeah. off. Yeah. But. I finally figured out you just have to push L1 and then put triangle. Your L1 is your aim and triangle is the action. And once I, I'll try to hit him at the same time. Yeah. Oh God, I was frustrating. Um, yeah, but I, I did finally figure it out. Man, that was, that was, oh my God, that was something. Uh, but the game also doesn't hold your hand, but it helps a little bit because it does have the little, like the, the tracking thing Like the map's hard to use, but the yeah. tracking kind of guides you where you need to go. Oh, yeah, I never opened up that map. I always just used it. Yeah, I, I tried using like the map a couple of times to figure out if I missed any areas, but the map was very hard to use. I get they were trying to keep the oh, immersion, yeah, 
but my god, it was hard. Like it was, I was, I was better off just running around and looking for secrets than I was trying to use the map. It wasn't like in Doom where yeah. like the map that they have in that game was just like one of the best and most interactive maps I've ever used in a game like that. Mm, interesting. I still say Silent Hill Three probably oh, has one of the best too. maps. That's a good one too. Um, yeah, it is. It's really good. Um, I, I, I do want to say uh, the vacuum. Sp- like the space that was what I was going to talk like about the, out, the outside space stuff yeah um i actually really enjoyed it it, it kind of gave you a new thing to stress over we'll need to talk way, about like it again in audio oxygen. too okay oh absolutely um but yeah i don't know i i think that it it has like basically these four things that it varies between and it kind of like goes yeah. back and forth but i think they're i think they're fun i mean obviously it it does get to the point where you're basically just in a room with a bunch of things that you have to mm-hmm. kill. Which is fun. Um, like, when that kind of happened, yeah, especially the fun. one segment, I, I think I messaged you about it, when you're in the spinning zero-G room, and as you're running, the room's spinning with you, and there's the fans, and you're getting chased, you have to freeze the fan blades to run through them while the room is spinning yeah. around. Like, that was a perfect encapsulation of the entire experience with that, which I really, really, really appreciated. This game yeah. came incredibly close, Justin, to getting a 10. Oh, good. I'm hoping that Dead Space 2 will But it didn't. There. And do you want to know why? Absolutely. I think you know why. To the asteroid segment. Oh. Oh, the asteroid was not. So, <laughs> let me tell you guys a little story here. Uh, apparently, there was this segment in the game where you had to be an asteroid defender. You had to shoot asteroids from hitting the ship. If the twenty hit the ship, it was over. Oh, it, it, it's a very like infamous part of the scene. It is, but it's just. I took game. an hour, couldn't beat it, and had to step away because I was getting so pissed off. Because I went online, it's like just yeah. turn up sensitivity. Well, guess what? You can't do on PS3. You can't tune up your sensitivity. So literally, the asteroids were coming like at different angles across your screen, and you couldn't move your gun fast enough to hit them. And, oh, man. And then it came back again. You know, when you had to fight the boss with it? Luckily, yeah. like, that wasn't the same kind of difficulty with it. It was a little bit more tempered. Justin. I don't believe it's in Dead Space. Thank you. That was, <laughs> honest to God, that really hurt its score. Because... Whenever you get to yeah. a game and there's like something that's like so different than the rest of the game, like so like uh, best way I can describe it as is the um, the Batmobile in Arkham Knight. Yeah, ruins okay. the gameplay, yeah, yeah. ruins the game flow, and it's not fun and it's frustrating more than anything else. And yeah, as far as I'm concerned, this is similar to that. Where it's like you're forced to yeah. do it, you oh, can't yeah, go no, around yeah. it. Because like I even did a little bit of the shooting gallery. I did a little bit of zero G basketball just to try like try it out and stuff. Like that was yeah. fun, F- frustrating at times, but fun. But it wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't stuck. I was stuck with the fucking cannons. Oh yeah, it, it's it is like an infamous stopping point for a lot of yeah. people. So if, if not for that, this this would have gotten a ten, hands down. Yeah, uh, I will say I do remember having a hard time with it uh-huh. the first time I played this game. Uh, this time around though. I did it yeah, you said you said you turned up this because so. like you, I was ahead of you, and you said you got there and immediately turned up sensitivity, and you had no issue. Oh yeah, I just turned up the sensitivity, and I actually left it up <laughs> the rest of the game because that game goes so I much can't faster. Imagine. All right, I gave it an eight. Like I said, I that's a two. That is legitimately two solid points taken off for that segment. Yeah, I, I remember the messages. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Uh, 
I, I gave it an 8.5. But I'm excited for Dead Space 2. If it improves upon it and there's no asteroids, that's going to be something special. Audio. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to start with cons here first, which is kind of different than how we do it. Okay. I, I, I would agree, though, because I think there's... Yes. Okay. Um, the biggest con that I have, to be quite honest with you, Justin, is what I talked about during plot. Nicole and uh, Kendra, Kendra sound very similar, look very similar, and... Yeah, it's hard to distinguish. Yes, and in a, in a game like this where you're kind of being immersed, unless something happens in Dead Space 2 or 3 that justifies them looking almost like and sounding like twins, and don't tell me if it does, uh, I'm only, it's easy for me, right? I get to base it only on this game. It was a bad choice. Yeah. It was a bad choice plot-wise, and it's bad, again, for audio because it makes a lot of confusion happen that is unnecessary, and it results in this. So it's funny because I actually have another set of characters that I feel the same way about, and it's the basically the crazy guy uh, and the doctor. Really? Like, you talk about like, the, like the, the financier is kind of how I had him in my head, the guy who like helps you get the ship or whatever. And the crazy doctor yeah, who sacrifices himself just... to the monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. I, I just, I feel like you, you don't interact with them enough to distinguish them. I spent a lot of time in the room where the doctor was monologuing his, like, plan for the thing. Oh, I just, I felt like yeah. looking for secrets and just kind of listening to, because like, I, I, I was enthralled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't have that problem. Also, I played a lot of Doom 3 when I was a kid. So, like, I was used to the crazy scientist trying to be a, a psychopath and praying to the demons. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, listen <laughs> yeah, yeah. to this fucking asshole. So, I was like, okay, I know, I know your character. I, I am aware of who you yeah. are in this story. Uh, yeah. That's like my biggest con. Like I said, it's just when you have such a small cast, make them diverse. Make them distinguishable. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Um, yeah. But the rest, brilliant. The monsters sound great. The ambient noises of the ship are fantastic. When they do kind of insert oh, dude, a score, a it's very subtle, but it's very yeah. impactful. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier during gameplay, but when you're out in the vacuum of space, it gets like deadly silent, and you can't like really hear things happening around you. I loved it when I was out there. I couldn't use my flamethrower, which I thought was just so fucking so, cool. You had no air, so I obviously couldn't use a flamethrower. I found that so brilliant. It's such yeah. a small detail, but it made me so happy. Uh, I liked how Isaac Clark was a silent protagonist. It's easy to put yourself into his shoes when that happens. Uh, brilliant. Just honest to God, brilliant. Yeah. So I, I, I actually had this in development stuff, but they actually, one of the things they wanted to emphasize was realism when it came to the audio. So that's why when mm-hmm. in zero G, yep. they muffled all the sound and like amplified the mm-hmm. suit noises. So you could only really hear what was like in Isaac's Yeah, head. I know. I, the audio was very, yeah. very, again, again, it's like, because gameplay, right, is like it's very, very good, but yeah. there's like a critical mistake. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a critical yeah, mistake yeah, that happened that could have easily been fixed and made it better, which is fine. It's the first game on a franchise. You kind of expect them to kind of. It's like Resident Evil One, yeah. great game, could be better. Resident Evil Two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think like even like all the weapons, the weapons. Mm-hmm. Sound I love the river. The, 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 the like, chainsaws out there it reminded yeah. me of Ghosts of Mars. If you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I <don't> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I almost I, I inserted I that into this really season. If job. someone wants to add a crappy horror movie about aliens, please do Ghost of Mars. I mean, we can just watch it if you want. Because I, I enjoyed it enjoy too. 
It's so bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I, I really liked it. But again, it's like a it's like a stumble. It's like yeah, it's like a it's like a silver medal effort. You know what I mean? Like it's good, but it's yeah, it definitely could have been better. And apparently, the next one is. So I gave it a seven and a half again. I also gave it a seven and a half. Like I said, like having characters and having such a small roster and having them be confusing is just not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. How scary. When I first started playing it, I was like, oh, this is like a Silent Hill kind of level of scary. Like a Silent Hill 1 or 2 kind of level of immersion. Um, yeah. But, in a, I think the best way to describe it is we recently reviewed Resident Evil Village, right? And in that game, you have weapons, you upgrade the weapons, they get stronger. But at least in my first playthrough of that game, literally the entire time, I always felt at risk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, in this game... After about chapter six, the first time you go to like the main bridge and you're like you're looking out, it's like after the asteroid se- sequence, I never yeah. felt scared. My desk came from me making mistakes, like like jumping into a blade or like running into one of the the gravity pits or doing something stupid, right? Or I, I did die yeah. from the wall things because there's like one segment where there's like two of them and they're spewing out eggs like crazy. And, like, they all shot me at one time and just wiped me out. Like, I, I didn't heal. I just got squished. Uh, <laughs> but unlike Resident Evil 8, in this game, I felt like the scary dropped because you became too OP. See, I, I think that it follows the, like, Resident Evil 3, 4, and 5. I mean, you can throw 6 in there as well if you want. We don't you talk want. about 6 anymore. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, by about halfway through the game, maybe even earlier, it just becomes... Yeah, and I, I know we disagree on 4, right? But I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but yeah. I definitely see what you're talking about. It, it, it just does, right? And that's like, and that's what makes 7, yeah. Resident Evil 7 and 8 different, is because you do get more powerful, but what you're experiencing scales with you and the horror kind of scales with you. In survival horror, not only is it key that you need to be by yourself... Like, I mean, being solo in survival horror is important, but it, you also yeah. need to feel constantly at threat. You mentioned how, like, when you're in your menus, unless you pause it, like, the monsters can pop up and stuff, right? Yeah. It got to the point where I didn't care. Like, I would be in a menu and someone would pop up. I knew I had time to get the ripper out, aim it down to the ground. They'd run into it. The legs would cut off, and I would toss it with a flamethrower to be over. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I was never yeah. concerned. Yeah. And there was that last big climactic fight where, like, they just come and wave after wave after wave. And yeah. I only had three guns, and I never felt at risk. Yeah. Well, I, I do think that they do a good job. I mean, this is kind yeah. of back to gameplay, but I think they do a good job of they only really... I mean, you can still find the odd drop that isn't an, a weapon that you have equipped but they do an effort of only dropping ammo that you yeah have. like i said i mentioned how like i got so much that i was i was i was killing everything i was exploring well, was but i had so much i could sell yeah. it so i could get power nodes yeah yeah no and i definitely agree i think that there comes a time in the game where it's just like that tipping point happens and it's like okay this yeah 
I mean, they're basically Cain yeah, and, and, and like I said, and I, I want to very much stress it starts out wonderful. Like when you're trapped in that room and they come in and you get separated and your ship blows up. Like it starts out great. But I played Alien Isolation. You played it a little bit, yeah. but you, we know. Yeah. I, I, I yes, exactly. Before, so but we know yeah. what an isolating space horror can be like. And this starts yeah. like it, but you grow too fast in response to your environment. Whereas like in a seven, Resident Evil 7 or 8, it takes like two or three playthroughs before you're like God. <laughs> before you walk into the village yeah. and you literally just spray an area and clear the whole thing out, right? You it, yeah. you get there too fast, and even though yeah. everything else no, is I, wonderful, I 100%. we're talking about how scary. You couple that with the fact that the twist is too obvious. Again, like may, maybe it wasn't for you. Like I, I'm not sure. Like when you played it the first time, it's weird being on this side of it. I know I'm the one who calls the twist well. It, it's right just away. It, they, they, no, they talked I mean, too much yeah. about the hallucinations, and like I saw yeah. them at Horizon. Like I I I. I I have a very good grounding in space horror. So, like, they they, they were leading yeah. it too much. Um, so, you couple that with that. Is it good? Yes. Is it scary at times? The first four chapters are brilliant. Like, up there with the best yeah. of them. But there is a rapid decline. Not in fun or, like, even some jumps. But a decline in the overall ambiance of being afraid. Is that fair? Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You ready for a score then, buddy? I gave it a five and yeah, a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I gave it a six. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think there's a very rapid decline. You kind of hit that turn, and then it's just there. I think that they do a fantastic job with the first half. I think the the creature design is like... Oh, of fantastic. World, of this world, amazing. But you get too much yeah. of them, though. Um, like if you think back to like the original yeah. Silent well, Hill, like, you thing, barely see the nurses. Like they're like there every once in a while, yeah, and they're creepy. But if you overplay them, like they do in later games, then it's like this isn't creepy anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, a couple chapters into Dead Space, and it's like I've oh. seen you before, but you're just crispy. Right, this I guess time. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess I'm fighting. Yep. All right. All right. Aim for the feet. Aim for the feet and walk backwards. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, review the scores for plot. Give it a seven and a half. Just give it an eight for gameplay. Give it an eight. Just give it eight and a half for audio. Both give it seven and a half. And for how scary, I give it a five and a half. Justin gave it a six. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of a seventy three on our master list. Do do do. Gotta scroll a little bit. It falls between a film. Actually, no. Larry is bad at the alphabet. <laughs> It falls between a, a TV show and a movie. Goosebumps. Blood Sea, the anime, oh, right. I forgot. has a 73%. Yeah. And right below it, alphabetical-wise, that's 73% too, is the first Resident Evil movie. The video game above it is Vampire, which has a 74%. Okay. And the video game below it is Resident Evil 3 Remake, but make sure you keep in mind that score was not as good because we included Resident Evil Resistance with it, which I think is a dead game now. No, I think it's... I mean, people still oh, play it's, it. Oh, people still play we'll it. We'll see. <laughs> I think 
So yeah, I mean, we'll see because that other Resident Evil game that was promised to come out with eight got delayed again. I think it's. I'm so happy. Oh my god, what a what a bullet that yeah. game dodged. But okay, so that's the review. Dead Space. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited for two. I know 73 is kind of low, but I think it's important to note that like it's a bounce all the scores, and I enjoyed this game. Yeah. Like, Dark Souls 3 got a higher score, yeah, but I enjoyed this game astronomically more. Uh, and and the good thing is, in between Dead Space 1 and 2, we have a nice... Blasto! Blasto. I have no idea what is. I'm excited. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, guys. So, on that note, we're going to play a commercial from the Never Podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network and head on in to the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on here. So Justin, I actually have a question for you before we head into the proper closing that I would like a little bit of guidance from. So I'm planning on playing my Switch a little bit more. I want to be Pokemon Snap and I might end up getting Nocturne for it as well here in the future. Okay. Just to have a game to play while I'm laying yeah. in bed and stuff, right? And especially with me being in school, so, I think being able to have something yeah. to take with me to like the coffee shop to kind of break up a study session will be critical. Anywho, mm-hmm. while I play my Switch, I also really enjoy watching like an anime. I still have your login to Funimation, okay. and I wanted to know if you were to pick one anime for me to watch to talk to you about, what would it be? Uh, oh, see, Attack on Titan is always like it's kind of like the mainstay that people. Like, you know what? W- watch at least season one. Okay, I'll Attack do that. Perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I will say, uh, Nocturne does not have auto save. You have to manually save it at save points. If that, so if your battery dies or something while well, you're like paused in between classes or something. That is a good That's point it. that I will have to keep in mind. Yeah. I Thank to, you. I That's something I didn't, I didn't you know. really think about, and yeah. I haven't had that issue, but it's been a while since I played something without autosave because it isn't really an issue anymore. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll think about that. All right, guys, so next week is a movie okay. review. It is The Thing yep. from Another World. came out in 1951. Very excited to review it. I believe it's the first viewing for Justin and I. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've I've heard things about it again, like because I spent a lot of time in this stuff. Like there, for example, we're going to be reviewing the thing. Never seen it. I know a lot of the parts of it because it's just so entrenched. Uh, Similar for things from another world. Um, I'm very excited about it. Justin and I are going to slot in Alien Commando, Fire Fight Team, Fire. Team or fire team? The new Alien game somewhere. Rachel will be joining us for that review. We will figure a date out and put it on the yes. schedule. Um, I think 
we are going to stream. Yes, it. I think that's, I think it's important. I am going to try to play Blasto on stream. If you have time, feel free to. If you don't want to, yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> I, I just more it's, 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 it's like because I oh that that does remind me though briefly, yeah, of course, just very briefly. Um, I ended up buying a thing called a retro tink. Uh, which basically lets you stream older Amazing. consoles uh, up to like, Amazing. So I'm going to I'm gonna try and test it this weekend if I get some time just like with even with just mm-hmm. like my PS2, even maybe my maybe the Wii or something. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Something easy. And if it works, I will be able to basically be able to stream to? anything. Uh we'll talk about it off stream I'll put that spot I'm just more curious because I, I, I would oh, like was, to be able to it was 120 it was 120 bucks okay it depends right so it, it's it's like yes it's but it's less than the Elgato awesome, but like it, it depends oh yeah yeah so that's the thing is I have to test it to make sure it works with the Elgato okay cool cool, cool alright but yeah that's what we're doing so like I said the next three weeks are the Think from Another World Blasto and then the Blob uh, we will be slotting in Alien, uh, the new Alien game. Um, we are still working in the background for Justin's charity stream for Alien Isolation. More no, news on that. Mm, but probably, right. to be quite honest with you guys, it's probably going to happen after Justin's wedding. He's getting married here in October. Yes. And obviously that is going to take precedence a lot for a lot of things. Um, but yeah. that is coming. It is in the works. Be very excited about that. Make sure you tell your friends we want to raise uh, some money, and if you know any good charities that you would like to see us support, I lean towards dog shelters. But if we can find something else, we can always do that too. Um, yeah. Anything else, Justin? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, be excited for Dead Space. Be excited for Dead Space too, and make sure you're keeping oh. a lookout on your podcast feed later this week. Right. Just keep yes, an eye out. Um, also, <laughs> Evil Dead the game got delayed to 2022. Rock on. Uh, yeah. All the delays. Delay it all. Delay it until after July of 2022. <laughs> Just delay it after that so I have less stress. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at PickleThing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.